come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles. Morning edition. That's right. Because it is the morning, and it is Ghost Chronicles. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me is the Professor Lou Velasse. Talking TV before we went on. Yeah. And yeah. We just want to remind everybody that this Wednesday is another episode of the Affection Connection. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Very excited. I am always excited about any, the affection connection. Any questions in there about uh, how the husband should react when the wife gets in an accident? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, uh, I picked up the new Eagle Tribune here. Oh, okay. And I oh, did... we're doing Zodiacs? No. Oh. I did notice the headlines. Dustin statue vandalized for the third times in recent much months. Who? Hannah Dusted? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have problems with that. DM I know we've talked about this before. DM Indians? Huh? DM Indians? Well, yeah, them too. But You know what? I'm tired of the Indians. I'm sorry. I am. <laughs> well, then it's funny. They have their big morning ceremony for Thanksgiving. So it's like... <laughs> the Globe Man... <laughs> I, I don't read the Globe, Yeah, but I'm on the Globe mailing list, so... You know, I get all the promotions for articles and stuff like that. Yep. And they had a pro and con, a two-sided article about whether, how appropriate Thanksgiving was, a turkey was for Thanksgiving. And it's like, I'll screw that. I know. It's like, oh, God, just. We got it. Get go. over it. You know what? I, honest to God, those Indians weren't alive uh, during them, whatever we did to them. And I wasn't here, whatever they did to them. My ancestors weren't here whenever they did to them. Half the million, well, half, I'd say three million. Well, everybody in this country wasn't here when this happened. So, yeah. you know what? Get over it. They were, I, I was, you know, I watched the, uh, uh, they had a slideshow, of course, on on uh, Amazon about the worst massacres in history. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? A lot of those were horrible. Absolutely made anything that happened between the Indians and the settlers nothing compared to what's thing. I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people. And you know what? Most of those countries have moved on and gone beyond. And that's that's what happens. This country is not your country anymore. It is now America. And you can be part of it or you can just sit on your reservations. If that's what you want, feel free. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, every but they came over here, had beefs and problems with somebody. But, yep. you know, we this is this country is supposed to be the melting point. All get together. All right. Well, never mind what our paths were. But this is what we are now. And, and that we can become better if we join together instead of what's happening now is is diversity. Everybody just wants to be different. Everybody wants to. You know, gets offended by everybody else. It's, yeah. You know what? Let's let's work together. Let's you know. I don't. So, so maybe you shouldn't watch Yellowstone because there's a heavy Native American influence in it, and there's a storyline. I got no problem that. with yeah. it. I really don't. As long as you know, it's it's just. I just don't like people shoving their style of life or their beliefs down my throat. Uh, you know, you can have your beliefs. I have my beliefs, and, and I can honor your beliefs, but. You know what? Don't shove them down my throat. Don't you affect my life with yeah. your beliefs? You know what? I hate the one-sided presentation of all this stuff. Everything's one-sided. It's like everyone talks about in, in this around Thanksgiving and around Columbus Day, and and even we're talking about Yellowstone. They make this. Uh, uh, they tell these stories about the oppressions of the Native Americans when colonists came over, and it's like, well, yeah, that's true, but there was there was a lot of stuff going on in a lot of different directions. You know, it wasn't wasn't pristine. The, the the Native Americans weren't sitting there, yeah, with the peace pipe, using every piece of the buffalo and being totally peaceful. They were out killing each other, what this raping country, each by other. By the way, what would this country look like if there were no settlers that came over here? Conquered by the Russians, conquered by the Chinese, conquered by who else? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody and everybody. 
Yep. Uh, but there's but, no clean. There's no. I hate single effect arguments. What happened in, in the human, past happened yeah. in the past. But in human endeavor, there is no single effect. There is no one thing that is that caused everything. It's you know. Yeah. You know, again, Neil deGrasse Tyson went on talking about how English English meant colonization and you know taking over other lands and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Europeans and it's like, well, okay, where in earth? Where in the earth did that not happen? Yep. You know, going back to Africa, going back to the Middle East, going to uh, you know, Southeast Asia and Asia in general. I mean, people were taking things from people throughout the history of mankind. Okay, so you want to know what's I, 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 there was there was the slideshow was interesting. If you, if you comes across your thing on, I believe it was on uh, Bing, uh, you know, check it out. It's sl slideshow. So it's quick. 30, well, 32 massacres. Some of them kind of like, yeah, you know, Boston massacre. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that many. Um, but his, this is a, a list of uh, some of the, the top massacres. And this is the Sichuan massacre between 1945 and 1946. It is said that millions of people were killed in the city of Sichuan during that time. Although there are, the, although there are not many records of the event, it, we know it was perpetrated. Perpetrated. Thank you. By Zhang Yang Zong, who became ruler of that prominence in, uh, after uh, leading a uh, peasant rebellion. So let me get a slide because I have to do everything. So millions. Okay. Uh, Yang Zalu massacre of 1645. Another Chinese one. Uh, Yang Zhou massacre of 1645 is another massacre that took place in China. General Dodo, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I changed my name. Uh, perpetrated it, <laughs> perpetrated it, started it. <laughs> yeah, historians claim that 800,000 people were killed in 10 days. After that, the remains of the city of Yangzhou were burned to the ground. The reason of the massacre's resistance, uh, uh, the massacre was resistance, resistance attempt of the residents of the city, or the the yeah. Rebelled a little bit. Uh, the Hamadian massacre. Okay, I got some beauties here. Returning to the Ottoman Empire, as they are responsible for a famous axe massacre and a series of uh, killings. Uh, we referred to the Hamadian massacre of 1894. It was an attempt of the Ottoman Empire to keep its power and influence alive. They killed uh, anywhere between 80,000 and 400,000 Armenian Christians in the process. Wow. Yeah. We're talking something. This is, I'm going to just do the list. I'm not going to go into it too. Many. The Asiatic, A-S-I-A-T, Vespers. Okay. I don't even know what these are, tell you the truth. A massacre happened, uh, let's see, in, uh, this is in uh, 88 B.C., uh, it, it was an attack known as the Asiatic Vespers. The massacre was conducted by the king of Pontus. What is Pontus? I never knew that place. Yeah. Mm. Spell it. P-O-N-T-U-S, Pontus. Mm. The king of Pontus. Uh, it was an all-out attack and slaughter of Romans that lived in uh, Anatolia, which is Turkey, and believed in the result of 150,000 people. Massacre of the Latins. In 1182, the Roman Catholics in Constantinople were driven out of the city and sold into slavery and killed by tens of thousands. The massacre is believed to have happened because of class differences between wealthy Roman Catholics, also known as Latins, and the non and the poor non-Roman Catholics. Poor meaning poor. Yes. Massacre of the Rhineland Jews. Uh, this happened during the uh, 1066. It was a series of mass massacres exerted by the Germans throughout the country. Uh, German Christians committed mass murders of Jewish people in the guise of a crusade. That happened during the First Crusade, I believe. Yeah. I've got three more left. Chios Massacre. 
Ottoman Empire again uh, was cause was the cause of another famous massacre in 1822. 52,000 Greeks on the island of Chios uh, that happened to be uh, oh that was during the Greek War of Independence. The massacre was used uh, by the rest of Europe to isolate the Ottoman Empire hmm. from uh, European democracy. 52,000. The Cyprus massacre of 1570. Cyprus uh, massacre of 1570 is another event. Uh, between 16 and 20,000 casualties. The massacre was an attempt. Uh, was the aftermath of the siege of the Ottoman Empire and lasted four months. After surrendering, surrendering the city of Nicosis, it was waged, uh, laid to waste and a large number of its inhabitants were massacred. Hmm. Just got to love it. Massacre of Prague. Uh, the next massacre we should talk about is the Massacre of Prague. Prague is a suburb of Warsaw in Poland. In 1794, 20,000 uh, people were killed by Russian troops that conquered the city. There's also another massacre, uh, the one in the woods where the Russians killed 22,000 uh, Polish officers in the woods outside of uh, some place that was on the other list. Chinese World War II? Yeah, World War II. Yeah. Chinese massacre of 1639. It happened in the Philippines. It estimated the uh, Philippines and Spaniards were slaughtered anywhere between 17,000 and 22,000 Chinese people. The reason of the massacre is tied to the fact that there were Chinese communities throughout Southeast Asia, and they were mostly working as merchants and scholars and often would end up being wealthier. Damn wealth. And that's the end of my list for today. But, yeah, it's, it's brutal. So, I mean, we talk about horrid, horrid massacres and stuff like that. And we don't, we're not even talking about the Holocaust. You know, we haven't even got to that. And, by the way, I, I, sorry to have to bring this in the same light, but we want to wish uh, Happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish friends and yeah. listeners, right? So, um, yeah. So, you know, the one thing that really irritates me, too, is, is you know, I, I – I can never for the life of me understand why there's such a hatred of Jews throughout the world. I, I just don't get that. I really don't. Do, can you, do you know? I mean, do you see the? I'm no scholar on it, but it generally, you know, wasn't it resentment of Jewish wealth and Jewish control and Jewish so power. So it's pretty much money that drives yeah. most of these things, huh? Yeah. Well. Money or possessions. In, in the case of the, the Indians, would be the land. The Nazis believed yeah. the Jews were in control of everything, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I've I've had a lot of do it. And there's some sen sentiment in this country that you know. I, I, I don't. It's supposed to be an enlightened country. I don't know why we have so much bigotry and hatred in this stupid ass country. <laughs> I really don't. It's ridiculous. Because it's been bred. It's it goes back from the '60s. Can yeah, exactly. we all get along? You know. Well, not that. But I know what you're saying, but yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. Live and let live was always a, a good model. And if you did it, you just were good. So, well, a, a lot of times when people have issues, when their life doesn't turn out the way they want it to, when they don't have everything they want, they have to create a villain to make it that person's fault because they can't take personal responsibility for their outcomes. So it's like, it, it's not because I don't have everything I want because of the Jews. I don't have everything I want. It's true. Yeah. They're externalizing it because it can't be their fault. They can't take responsibility for that. You know, that I think is the root of all problems, material possessions. I mean, the more you have, the more you want. And and if you can't have the, something, you... For people who just popped in, I used the Jews as an example in our conversation. I wasn't... Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, saying no, that. no. I mean, yeah. we, we, this is a candid show. We we yeah. talk our... You know, but we were talking about why the Jews were persecuted. So you, you're right on target. Yeah. So all these people here in the United States with um, our political division, mm -hmm. you have liberals who uh, don't have everything they want. And it's rich people, right? As if there's a limited there's amount. There's always a target, yeah. Yeah, as if there's a limited amount of money and rich people have it so poor people can't. Right. It's like, no, there's, money is unlimited. You can, you have responsibility over how much money you make and what you do with it and how you live your life. 
But when it doesn't work out, they don't want to take personal responsibility. So they blame the rich or they blame, you know, quote unquote racist. So whatever, whatever it is, they're blaming, there has to be evil elsewhere because it can't be a situation of they're responsible for their own outcomes. Personal responsibility is dead in this country. It really is. I agree with you on that. And and this country, the, the, the great thing about this country, and, and we have so many stories throughout, and we still have great stories now, uh, is that you can be what you want to be if you put it in the work and stuff. Yeah, I mean, sometimes life deals you a, a shitty deck. But sometimes, uh, I mean, the human spirit is a lot. I mean, I, there's so many examples. I mean, the stupid, not stupid, the, the kid that, it was homeless. He was homeless. He ended up being a a, a, a full scholarship in, in Harvard yep. because he worked hard and everything else. He 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 dealt with what he life gave him, and that's what happened. Life sucks, you know that. It's it's not heaven down here. So you deal with what you have and and make the best of it. Uh, and you don't say, oh, why poor me and not like that. You've got to move on and and do it. Uh, there's so many examples of people that do that. You know that people have lost their legs and stuff, and we see great things that they they've done with it yep. uh you know how about since society societally if we look at the history of this country you know we talk about um certain people having rough times in this country mm -hmm. well uh, just for my example and i'm sure there are examples among the polish people and things like that but i'm irish italian the irish and italians didn't have a good go of it here no, they didn't. When they first came over here. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even get along with each other, by the they way. They didn't get along with each other, no. But Irish need not apply. Italian need not sure. apply. They were, Irish and Italian were vilified in this, yeah. in this country. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was tough and for a lot funny, of people. And it's funny, they had the same, uh, we talked about all the unrest, you know, with Ferguson and stuff like that, and the way police re relates, to, relates to, black, relate mm -hmm. to blacks in this country. At one point, that was the Irish people. Oh, yeah. And how did the Irish people react to that? How did they solve that problem? They became cops. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, the paddy wagon is a paddy wagon because they're arresting a bunch of Irish people. Right? Yeah. And so the Irish were oppressed from a police standpoint all the time. And what they they changed it by becoming cops. Yeah. And they won office and they, you know, get into office and the Italians did the same thing. I mean, you look at people like Tesla came over here with virtually nothing in his pocket and, and he became, you know, rich at one time. Yeah. And uh, there's so many stories of small entrepreneurs yeah. in this country, even today, that, that people come over here. And, and the guy that, do you remember the, during the COVID, the guy that paid all his employees, even though he had to close down his restaurant owner? Yeah. In Boston, it's in Boston. Yeah. You can stir it. But he came over here. He was, he was an immigrant. He just, you know, worked hard and everything else, set up a whole chain of things. And during the thing, he, he paid his employees. I mean, you know, money isn't evil. You know, well, those no, but people. That's, that, that's what we've been taught now. Because yeah. that's the reason you don't have everything, because rich people are taking it from you. And again, it's externalizing responsibility for your outcomes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to something lighter. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, here's the headline, which is interesting. Lawrence Mann's casket drops and breaks open during funeral. Kelly said that was perfectly said, whatever it said. So we, we appreciate it, or Ron appreciates it, or I appreciate it. Yeah, we're absolutely. Yeah. A local family is suing the Perez Funeral Home, believed in Bellevue Cemetery in the city of Lawrence, after their loved one's casket was dropped into the grave, broke open, and the corpse fell out. Oh, is this Lawrence Mass? Lawrence Mass, my friend. Oh, when did this happen? Uh, I, I read it in the, in okay, the paper. Right. See, so I, they dropped the cat, dropped November the November 5th. And the, and the body spilled out. Here it goes. Uh, family members of the late Andrew Siriano, a resident of Puerto Rico uh, and Lawrence, who died on March 29th, 2019, has filed suit Wednesday in Essex Superior Court after numerous uh, counts of negligence and uh, negligent, reckless affliction of a mental, emotional distress. Affliction okay. of mental. Oh. Yeah, you got distress. Because uh, I was thinking to myself, you got to show damages here. Yep. <laughs> the Siriano family contracted the Perez funeral following uh, his death on April 5th, uh, 2019, during the Serenado's burial at Bellevue Cemetery. One of the side straps of the city owned casket lowering device broke, causing Mr. Seriano to casket to drop into the grave, break apart. And according to the lawsuit, this is the best part. Uh-oh. Here's the best part. Mm -hmm. All right. 
course, it's right when you have to scroll down. Uh, <laughs> The when the uh, the casket broke uh, apart, Mr. Serial's course fell out of the casket into the grave and began oozing fluid in full view of horri oh. horrified family mem members who became visibly distraught and hysterical. Wow. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Several members, family members, leapt into the grave to care for the body, which was ultimately removed and brought back to the funeral Wait, home. What? <laughs> Are you going to leap into a grave with an oozing? Uh. Uh. <laughs> and if this is very recent, I, I oh, the family's listening. I, I feel bad for you, but I, you le leap into the grave. Who does that? Instinct. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Could you do it? I couldn't. <laughs> no, there's no way in hell. Yeah. There's no way in hell. I'm not going to go into the rest of this because, you know, counts and nine counts of specified negligence, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I read this in the paper and I would meant to bring it in a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so if the strap broke on the city owned gear, how is the funeral home ne negligible? Because uh, they were the one that was lowering it, I guess. And you get sued the cemetery for, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's specifically. Okay. So, so I can see the casket falling and breaking open and uh, okay the oozing i understand it but people leaping into the oh actually you know what the lawsuit is is fairly reasonable i'd give them the money oh lawsuit filed by the methuen uh attorney delio gomez uh the family is seeking <sighs> how much uh i read it wrong <laughs> it's that's not reasonable yes it is okay Fifty thousand and one dollar. Oh, okay, that's reasonable. I think it's reasonable. Just give them the money. Yeah, you got it. Your insurance is going to fifty thousand and one dollar. Wait a minute. You got to have. Am litigate. I getting this right? Thousands is four, right? It's just the way it's written. It looks weird. Four zeros. Yeah. So it'd be one thousand be one zero zero zero, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So fifty thousand and yeah one dollar. They have, must have litigation insurance that would. I mean, I think that's Cover reasonable. That. No offense. I think that's reasonable. It's, it was a pretty traumatic experience. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I said, I was wondering how you show damages, but I guess, you know, um, for that amount of money, emotional affliction. Pay them. Yeah. Pay the man, as they say. Jumping into jumping into the grave. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Anyway. That's a bad day at work, right there. It's a bad day for everyone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways. Our condolences to the. I know. As we sit here laughing, yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's we're not laughing at the particular incident. We're laughing at the situation. Yeah. I mean, the, the, in, that it could possibly happen. Yeah, I, I don't mean to offend anybody. We really don't. We really don't. It, really don't. it must have been. Things are kind like of I said, it was yeah. a traumatic. It had to be a traumatic experience for him. Yeah. And I mean, I couldn't imagine. So. Yeah. Anyway, so. Fifty thousand, though, it is reasonable. I think it's reasonable. Yeah, I just pay the man. I would think so. I would, just to make it go away, it'd be worth it. This <laughs> is ten thousand dollars. Has to be attorney fees for that, right? It's got to be. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go go big, right? Yeah. So, you know, we we always talk about uh, ghosts and, and why they haunt places, right? And they have. Different thing. I mean, we're thinking about you know the massacres. You know, those places must be wicked haunted, or are they really? You know. But there are different types of hauntings, right? There's the I, there are energy well, isn't quote unquote hauntings, and there are active sentient hauntings, right? I mean, if you go to Gettysburg, there's a lot. There's just a lot of energy going around there, right? Yeah, but wouldn't you think you know hundred? Excuse me, a hundred thousand people would be a lot of you know traumatic experience. I mean, because you can't kill 100,000 at once. It's not like it was Imo Jima or Nagasaki. You, know, yeah. you drop the bomb, boom, it's gone. But, you know, a lot of those people saw other people being killed and everything else and were fleeing for their own lives. So I would imagine that would be traumatic. So I would I would guess that those were. Do you hang out on Quora at all? A lot? It's a website that's basically. How much time do you think I have? You're like, ask me, did I watch this TV? And it was like this, my God. It's, 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 I have a life, you know. People ask questions and other people give answers, and you never know. So it's like the affection connection. Kind of, yeah. 
and you never know the qualifications of the people involved, but there are people certainly who, like the Depression Connection. <laughs> there, are, there are people who have some credentials and tell some stories and stuff like that. And, and it's just it's all over the map in terms of subjects, whatever you want. Yep. But it's like uh, it's like most of these sites where if you click on an answer or something, it'll give you more of that. Yeah. So for a while, I was getting World War Two stuff. And it's like the brutality of the Japanese. And oh, we, yeah. we talk about we talk about the Nazis and, and the Holocaust and the genocide over there. The Japanese were brutal, vicious people. Oh yeah. The the, the war they waged, especially in China. Yep. Oh, they were just vicious. What was that cigarette lab there? I forget the the lab. They conducted experiments in in a lab in. Oh yeah, China, that's right. Yep. Where they'd actually skin people alive and stuff. Yep. To measure different things and, and do different things to people to, just to see the tolerances of pain and stuff like that. And this is where. You start to get in these situations like people will criticize the United States for the bombings, bombing mm -hmm. of Japan. That's like, well, you can't drop the bombs. Well, what's the alternative? Invade? You know, three more million people would have died in an invasion. Of Japan. I still don't particularly agree, but. About what? The drop? bombing. You don't agree with the bombing? No. Okay. Because you're still talking civilians, children, and women, which to me is. is difficult I, I the same with the the bombing of dresden it's to me it's, it's a horrible thing again um but again what's your alternative what's 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 the choice you're making at this point japanese weren't surrendering they didn't surrender yeah. after the first bomb dropped yeah it, it would have caused an invasion in yeah. japan yes which would war as hell yeah yeah exactly so so what you would rather kill women and children is that Women and children me? are going to die either way. Not necessarily. Yeah. What? Well, not our women and children. What if they dropped it on us? Yeah, no, I understand. I, you know, I, I just, I, I cannot, I cannot advocate under any circumstances the killing of women and children. I'm sorry. Women, maybe if they're attacking you, that's fair enough. Self-defense, but same, you know. I just can't. It's it's just not in my nature, and I I, I don't see how anyone could do it. Uh, it's it's typical mob, mob rule. It's the only way that could possibly happen. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this is a real light show, this morning. It? <laughs> God, I know, right? <laughs> All right, so let's go back to ghosts because it is Ghost Chronicle. Yes. So I I was going through the internet, and uh, I found out. There's specific rules for ghosts. Are there? Yes, according to this person, I should give credit to her, right? Rules of ghost conduct or rules? Uh, yeah. Well, this is Amanda Lynette Madura. Okay. Uh, 10 things you need to know about ghosts. Okay. So if anybody's listening, they're still interested in ghosts. <laughs> uh, here we go. Rule number one. Yes. A ghost is a specific type of spirit. Fair enough. A ghost is a person who has died, who has not crossed over into the light. Okay. After becoming, after death, becoming a energetically and spiritually bound to the earth, giving them an alternative name as earthbound spirit. Okay. Neither gaining energy from human physical body or from the divine light uh, people who are ghosts gain energy from the local environment, which may or may not include living people within that environment. So they're saying they're earthbound because they're not getting any in their hair because they're not getting energy from their physical body or the divine light. So they're sucking off the energy from the environment I see. and living people. All right. What do you think? It's as good as an explanation as any, I guess. I don't know. It's a little moly moly to me. <laughs> Whatever. Well, but, I don't know. What, what are some of the theories about why people are stuck on, why ghosts are stuck on this plane? Who says they're stuck here? I don't believe I they're don't, stuck here. You don't? No. Yeah. I believe in free will. We're born with free will and we die with free will. Oh, so they've decided to stay here. They've decided to stay here. As opposed to going to hell. Oh, they come back. What makes this think so they, they were like out. hanging around, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to stick around in this cold, crappy cemetery where my body fell into the no, grave. No, heaven. They go to heaven. They go wherever in time and space. They have their choice. 
Well, speaking about time, that's the next one. Okay. Perfect segue. There is a timeline to becoming a ghost. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You think you just dropped dead and you're a ghost? Uh uh uh. <laughs> a deceased person only becomes a ghost in technical terms when they stay on Earth after crossing over. After the what? After the crossing over window has passed after death. Okay, so there's a, a window from which you can cross over to whatever. Yeah, for limited time only. Limited time only. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Right, your, pay, your little card expires. People are generally between three and ten days go to the light after they die, and most do. The window often closes after that, and final rite ceremony has ended. There is no one to call. So... Is there a registry of passing spirits where you decide you want to cross over and somebody says, nope, I need more paperwork or I need, you don't have the right paperwork? Not all people chose to stay on Earth this long after their deaths, but some do. And those who stay because the window has closed and these people become linked here to Earth indefinitely. Who's closing the window? I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, yep. this window is only open for 10 days. It's closing. It's closing. You know, you must have seen so many of those science fi yeah. action things. You got to jump under the door before it closes. <laughs> Ghost whisper. Any of them. Yeah. So, but so there's someone keeping track of each person's personal window expiration. If you believe this, yeah. Time. If you believe in time, <laughs> which is man made. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> For a limited time only, you can move to heaven. However, if you don't, you're stuck. Offer expires. Offer, yeah, offer expires. <laughs> Unless you get a coupon. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Now we're in trouble. Yep. Ghosts can hear you. Oh, okay. I'm in deep shit. <laughs> Though often unseen due to their lack of physical body, ghosts live on Earth and are all around us on a daily basis. Because of this, they can listen to our conversation at any time. Some ghosts highly enjoy eavesdropping on others in this way, especially if it is something they wish they could have done while they were alive under us, but never had the opportunity. Now they're invisible. They have the opportunity in the world, all the opportunity in the world. So that suggests yes, it does. that you should have your uh, one of your seances at a strip club. The hell, have it in the bathroom. What? <laughs> well, they can hear you. Never know they can go in the bathroom, too. You, yes, but they When like, you're sitting on the crap, and it's like a ghost there. Hello. They like <laughs> eavesdropping and being involved in things that they wouldn't be involved in. So you got some guy from the 1600s. He's going to the Golden Banana. Here you go. <laughs> we didn't have this back in the day. We didn't have showers. He's taking a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. You think ghosts are listening to us? I hope somebody's listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> you never know right now. <laughs> All right. Ghosts can be helpful. Casper a friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, some television media has a bias on the perspective of ghosts. Ooh. Many ghosts who don't make the news actually can be helpful. Make the news. Okay. I have seen ghosts walking women to their cars late at night in the parking lot, almost as a safety escort. She's seen them. So she's, she's, seen, seen she's a ghosts. medium, evidently. Okay. I have seen ghosts in vacant vacation homes in my area, seemingly keeping robbers at bay by scaring anyone who enters. <laughs> <laughs> I have also really? <laughs> I've also seen ghosts scream into the faces of children to prevent them from running across the road and uh, otherwise being harmed. Okay. And finally, I have seen ghosts help husbands at the grocery store make sure they pick up the right ingredients for dinner. Really? Maybe I've been helped by a ghost and I didn't even know it. They are not always causing problems, though the media would like you to believe this. I don't know what media is believing ghosts. 
well, all the stories we get, whether whether they be movies or well, it's movie is not media. Yeah. It's a difference between media and movies. Although sometimes the line is a little gray, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's I don't know. So that's what happens when I believe, go grocery shopping, huh? Do you believe in any of this? Who me? Yeah. Why? Because I'm making fun of. I mean, because I'm. Uh, oh, bring it up. We're talking about it. Do I believe in it? I don't believe in these 10 rules, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. I don't believe in a window. Ghosts can be helpful. I I guess they can be helpful. I mean, we have got, if you believe in guiding angels, and yeah, depending true. what your definition of a guiding angel is, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I like that we all like to think that loved ones have passed and are with us, right? Yep. But these, they are not, according to this, it's, they're not saying loved ones. They're just saying, Ghost. Ghosts. Maybe they have the ghost patrol that goes out here and protects people. I have no idea. The ghost has a crosswalk duty. Yeah, crosswalk duty. From, there you go. Keeping kids from grocery store. Oh, shoot. I got grocery store duty again. Damn. <laughs> Where are all the ghosts during these massacres we talked about earlier? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. This is one I did not know, and I'm, I'm really interested to hear about because... Uh, Ghosts can also cause hiccups. Oh, really? See? So next time you have your hiccups. Some ghosts actually enjoy haunting. Wait a second, we're passed on from the hiccups? No, that's still oh, that's a, part of the hiccups. It's the next line of the, the okay. things. Yeah. Don't you love the way I read this? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, ghosts are people, and some people, for reasons I can never understand, enjoy laughing at the expense of others. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Misery loves company. The most believable thing she said. <laughs> Misery loves company. And when a dead person is miserable, <laughs> they will do their best to make those around them miserable as well. <laughs> Getting the ex-wife's dead. <laughs> You're in trouble. Uh, with that said, I've seen ghosts intentionally cause fight between two people. Ooh. So now, first of all, she's telling us that the ghost was nice and helpful. They right. were picking out things at the grocery store for you and right. saving kids from crossing the street and walking people to cars. And now they, they're causing fights. Ah, I have seen How ghosts. Does ghost know which quinoa box to buy, by the way? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. I have seen ghosts misplace items and cause stress. Yeah. yeah. Also called uh, old age. Yeah. <laughs> Knock over a child's water glass uh -huh! <laughs> at a restaurant. Causing the poor child to get in trouble. Yep. And I have seen ghosts push people. Uh, yeah, you don't stumble. It was a ghost pushing me. Uh, <laughs> and these uh, ghosts uh, uh, give all ghosts a bad name. <laughs> wow. So once again, this goes back to like what we initially talked on the beginning of the show, that nobody takes responsibility for anything. Exactly. I didn't do it. The ghost pushed that glass ghost, over. Uh, yep. It wasn't me, Daddy. It was a ghost. I didn't spill that. The ghost spilled it. Yep. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I uh, can't find my keys. That damn ghost took it. No, because you're getting old like me. <laughs> so I always blame the referees. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I can, I can see this one because I know I certainly will be. Ghosts enjoy attention. Yep. Ghosts are mostly invisible. I have no idea why they stuck that line in there, but it did. They can gather energy in their surrounding space to create a visual experience. Appearance. Yes, this takes skill, practice, and lots of intentional effort, but some ghosts don't care to make it. What? Which some ghosts don't care to make. Okay, I get yep. it. So you can have ghosts, but they don't want to work at it. Uh, when they run into a person, a child, or an animal who can sense them, see them, or hear them, they get excited. Wouldn't you? That makes sense. If you were uh, used, uh, if you were being largely ignored. I know if somebody listens to me, I get excited. Yeah, me too. Because it doesn't happen. If, if anybody listens to the show, I get excited. <laughs> Because they, get, in general, <laughs> because they get excited about being noticed, many will do whatever it takes to hold on to their attention, make noise, dance, start screaming, knock things off the shelf, or otherwise be more elaborate in their efforts to get noticed. 
why see questions pop up here <laughs> you think <laughs> more than one <laughs> no no it's little to do with our article but and i can think of a famous example of this but there have been there's been a ton of death packs right it's like when you you know i tell my kids i guess you find marshmallows somewhere around me after i'm gone because i used to peg marshmallows with the kids that was my idea of fun i said so someday you're gonna find a marshmallow you sickle somewhere <laughs> oh, oh they'd just be sitting on the other side of the room and i just peg them <laughs> that would be good marshmallow. but uh, you, actually that's a good uh yeah yeah that's how it, so a little you know you know death packs it's like this is how i'm gonna let you know i'm around yep that everything and the famous example of this is you would imagine houdini would have been would have been the most activist ghost possible Houdini would have tried everything to, to try to be a show, right? Put on a show and tell everybody that there's ghosts and show everybody this ghost. Why hasn't there been that person who's tried to, in the spiritual world, you know, just have they fun have with been. it? I mean, the, you know, you listen to other mediums and they'll tell you um, about different ghosts that show up. Even certain ghosts show up. And I mean, as soon as someone dies, they show up. I mean, look at Clarence the Lion showed up. <laughs> was it Clarence? Was it? I don't know. Whatever that poor lion the was. Poor lion, yeah. That gets shot by the dentist, who was tortured for the rest of his life until they found something more or more interesting. But it's like, do. why hasn't someone said, "When I die, I'm going to go to the east room of the White House, and the president's going to be making a speech. I'm going to push the podium over." That's how you'll know it's me. No. <laughs> you would think someone. I mean, that's something you'd do. You'd want to go, right? You'd want to go find. First thing you do is go find a seance or. A medium or something. Oh, start you, you would never them. know what I wanted to do. <laughs> Nor do you want to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, number seven. Ghosts can interact with other ghosts. Sure. Makes sense. Ghosts who are attached to Earth and not crossed over into the light can see other people who have not crossed over too. Ghosts can see other ghosts, just like people see other people. Ghosts uh, can chose to ignore the others, interact with them, be scared of each other, or develop relationships with ghosts. So can they have ghost sex? I would imagine. Sure. It brings a whole new meaning to ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> Think about how many people interact while they are alive. Some people ignore others. And others say hi. Uh, some are busy. <laughs> I listened to this in the news. I'm sorry, I gotta go off on this. You know, the the, the uh, media group just bought the penguins, right? Yes, one of the the prime who's at Warner, yeah, yeah, Warner. They were talking about the stupidest things he's done, <laughs> and one of them brought up he says, The time he waved at uh, Ray Charles. Uh, <laughs> you... <laughs> So, I didn't know that one. Yeah, I didn't hear it on the radio this morning. I don't, it's on the radio, so I don't know. But anyways, so yeah, uh, you know, I, 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 I've seen uh, heard stories and stuff. I remember the the uh, the most famous one I've used a lot. It was uh, there were ghosts in, upstairs in the house and ghosts downstairs in the house. And the ghosts upstairs were afraid to go downstairs because there were ghosts down there. Oh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I think we anthropomorphize spirits more than we should what was that word anthropomorphize that's a biggie we give them human qualities ah there you go right but they're not human anymore yeah see that's the thing though we, we give them human qualities because a ghost it's a disembodied spirit uh disembodied human yeah because we can't deal with that we can't deal with the concept the spiritual concept we have no we, clue if, what they can do to tell you the truth i know but yeah. if we can't activate our senses with them it's hard for us to comprehend yeah. and spirit world doesn't always activate our senses so we get kind of kind of interpret everything in a way we can deal with it i mean in my own investigation stuff i've had times and and you know take it for what it's worth is that when we've thought that we've had other ghosts come in to a location we had nothing to do with the location nothing to do with the people there or anything but just because they realized that uh, someone was trying to contact the other side or or uh, they were just interested in seeing yeah. what was going on or anything. So, I mean, it, 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 I can understand that, but whatever. Is there temporal confusion? I don't think there is temporal. There's it, no such thing as time. Yeah, but it, for example, you have, um, you have a ghost from the 
1700s. Yep. Right. And he walks into a seance in, in 2021. Yep. And I don't know, there were women there. Mm -hmm. That would be confusing to him, wouldn't it? Yeah. But or, or someone's got a cell, someone's looking at a cell phone or, you know, do they ever have questions about it? Are they aware of the time? Are they the way, just the way everybody's dressed? I, I, but do they do they see that was that was the interesting thing i remember when i first started doing this and i started working with brian the monk you know he's a franciscan uh not a monk but they that's cahill called him he was really a friar but uh yeah, you get leslie there showing around he was he was always saying that's how you could tell if if ghosts were really cognizant if they could tell you what you were wearing yeah uh that way you would know if they were in our temporal if they could see into our temporal into our time um or or not so yeah did we'll they see. ever re react to that though Again, i i'm from the 1700s looking at the way a woman dresses now would be just i've had flummox. Yeah, i've had different experiences where where yes uh you know i remember at the teddy gatehouse there was some now this is all it's not like we talk to a ghost i mean right. yeah. through mediums or whatever but uh they were upset because I wore a hat in the house, uh, whatever at times. So, oh, or didn't like my hat or whatever. There, yeah. There's different cases like that where, where you you've got that reaction. But that, that, once again, I mean, there's no really proof of it. But it's just yeah, it's it's just weird stuff. I mean, I, I and honestly, I I think that I don't believe in earthborn stuff. I I think that ghosts pretty much have free will. They can come and go. If they they're at a place, they chose to stay at that place. If they want to go home, they go if they come they come oh it, it there's no reason why you couldn't even be everywhere yeah you know i mean you, you go back to god god is everywhere right so if we're in the same energy because we are created like god uh, our energy could be everywhere too as well yep this is this is about the anthropomorphizing too because I used I always used to say I used to laughingly say why would why would a spirit hang out in Lowell when they can be anywhere in time and space and it's like that's dealing with our perception of existence where you have to be in one place you can't be in multiple places why can't they be everywhere at the same yeah. time right yeah I remember we did a seance one time the red light seance and we had a weatherman from Boston come in. You said you've said a, like a live one, right? Yeah, not a dead. He was one. alive, right? So if we we have that energetic, we talk about astral projection and and that type of stuff. So that remote viewing. So now, did that interact with his own consciousness? In other words, am I showing? We, up? We're not aware. We didn't contact him and say, "Hey, did you uh, did really? you get this weird dream or something?" Would have been the first phone call I made. Yeah, but am I am I involved in seances somewhere or dealing you, like with my people? like my phone call would go through to some television weatherman hi right, this is ron kolik uh, I'm, a, I'm a ghost hunter uh, can i speak to uh what, what bob else copeland what else have they got to do <laughs> but yeah. is that possible am i involved in other stuff is my energy consciousness being involved in other stuff on another plane somewhere that it very very well could be we don't know we, yeah. we don't you know we totally don't understand consciousness and in, in in uh uh, conscious energy and and so we we really don't know i mean we, we when i took uh dr yang's uh class in spoon bending one of the and i always bring this up because it, uh it, it kind of fits to this thing is that one of the we did a series of exercises on how to bend students and we talked about this and one of them was to send your other self out to bend the spoon and so other self so your they consider it yeah, yeah the other self so yeah so you can multitask is what i'm trying to tell you and we talked about remote viewing, the government remote, yeah, remote viewing that astral that's, projection, same yeah, thing. Yeah, that yep. involves sending your other self, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Here's a good one. Uh, there is only freedom in ghost land. <laughs> okay. Never knew there was a ghost land. Yeah. Well, well-meaning ghosts may be scared by other ghosts, and rightfully so, because they have no protection from this scarier bunch in any way. Oh, some ghosts can even convince to, wait a minute, some ghosts can even be convinced to cross over simply by telling them they won't have to live anymore in a lawless land where criminals can do what they want. 
Oh, so the spirit so world ghostly is the Wild West. Whoa, I guess so. This is something new I never knew. Ghostland. Yeah. Wow. There's a new sheriff in town. Ghostland is that, in her estimations, that space between Earthbound and I have no the idea. light, quote unquote, the no. light. Yeah. But then she says, uh, some ghosts can even be convinced to cross over. I thought the window closed. What the hell? So exactly. Good what are point. They yeah. Right. If their windows close, what choice do they have? Well, evidently, maybe people can make this window open. So what would happen? What could go? What could spiritual criminals do? They sage the place, and and uh, <laughs> you can cross <laughs> over to the window. What opens up? It's attracted to sage or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. But what crime would one spirit commit against another? I have no clue. Could they possibly? I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. What's it like to be a ghost? Yep. Oh, here we go. Ghosts can come through mediums. Oh, there you go. Yep. yep. Most mediums believe they are and wish to connect with only and only those in spirits who have crossed over to the light. Yeah. Oh, Sally, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> uh, but your medium doesn't specifically, wait a minute, but if your medium doesn't specifically, wait a minute, but if your medium doesn't specifically that this happens specify? before. The, specify, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You love this. I mean, you gotta, you gotta try to interpolate what I'm saying. All right, I just needed to go. You did you go a little bit bit beyond for context? It, it didn't create my my mind. Just goes so freaking anywhere. By setting an intention, or specifically check to see if the spirits who have uh, come into the session are from the light. If uh, it is possible, go show up and communicate and deliver a message. Okay, so they can deliver messages. This can be a potential problem, though, as only those who have crossed over and are in the light can be guaranteed to tell the truth by delivering the message of love. Where's this article, by the way? Uh, I'll give it to you again. It's, it's okay. one more, then I'll All give right. you give you the whole deal. Uh, while you may be keeping figure out if she get paid for this article, I probably. Uh, while you are being communicating with uh, a bona fide deceased person, a bona fide deceased. <laughs> To a bona fide medium. Yes. Uh, it is important that your medium also be doing proper checks to make sure the ghosts they are connecting with is fully crossed over. Can we see a card, please? Yeah. <laughs> you see a crossover, your passport? <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. New England Ghost Project could go into this business and certify mediums. There you go. Give them a rating. Bonafide. Bonafide, right. Yeah. I, I had a laugh. Uh, I put on, uh, somebody posted on, on Facebook on something. Have you ever lived in a real haunted house? And I wrote back, as opposed to a fake one? Yeah. <laughs> a real haunted house. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Well, one that you could credential. One that you could. A real haunted a house. A real haunted house, yeah. Since you can't prove it out. Places <laughs> haunted or not. Right. Whatever. But I bet there are a lot of people who said they did. <sighs> anyway, some some ghosts want to cross over, even though their windows closed. Yep. To help cross over ghosts into the light, you generally have to talk to them, talk them through it. See, again, it sounds like it's their option, but how is it their option after their window is closed? I have no idea. Yep. And convince them into believing. Oh, convince them into believing. Okay. Why it's about time that they actually. Uh, and that's a great idea. Oops, excuse me. Some ghosts are more le easily convinced than <laughs> the ghost others. Ghost is giving you hiccups. Oh, yeah, see, he's yeah. giving the crap out of me because yeah. I'm making it wrong. Uh, okay. So, I don't know. Anyways, that's, you just have to convince them to cross over, but yep. the window's closed. Just I don't have know to how talk they, them into it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Even though you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Because the window closed. Because the, the window closed. Yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah, that's she's contradicted herself. I don't know. Uh, and that's what you need. The 10 things you have to know about the ghost world. What's the one or two things you think people need to know about the ghost world? Uh, I have no idea. 
<laughs> See for yourself. Believe whatever you want in. So this was by, and I want to give proper credit because I certainly don't want it. Uh, this was, you can get, if you use this code, you get 30% off products. Excellent. Anyways, Amanda Lynette Medea. Okay. What's M the site? M-E-D-E-R. It is Amanda Lynette. Oh, okay. <laughs> com. So it's her own blog. Yeah, it's her own blog. Yeah. It is a blog. Yeah. Uh, what, what else is on her blog? Well, are you good... on her blog or are you just? I, I'm just reading this. Uh, 10 things that you need to know about ghosts. Okay. So 10 things they ha you need to know about ghosts. And it has a picture of a, a field, right? And then they got a, a good looking woman from behind who's got a white see-through skirt on and uh yeah okay and a ribbon in the hair that's 10 things you need to know about uh i mean so that's that's online really, marketing yeah i guess yeah. get somebody's attention i guess i don't have no clue anyway thank you lynette that was uh interesting you gave us uh, a whole show on it virtually <laughs> <laughs> and we do have to go believe it or not right We've got a couple minutes left. Oh, we do have a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, I do want to mention, don't forget, the Affection Connection is on Wednesday at 1130 right here. Uh, we are listening to this. And it's uh, Lou, myself, and my wife, Janet. And uh, we answer your questions on um, relationships of all types, right, Lou? Yes. We, we've done quite a few stories on everything from uh, uh, work relationships to sibling relationships to... Um, Marital relationships, uh, uh, sexual relationships, I guess, uh, you know, pretty much everything, right? Sure. Neighbor relationships. So if you uh, have a question, you can always uh, email me at nyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and uh, we'll certainly discuss it on the air. And uh, yeah, if, if you have missed the show and if you want to check it out, they can. where can they find it, Lou? They can find it on the Facebook page of the Affection Connection. Affection they can Connection. also find it on, uh, if they want to get a start, they can go to uh, the Net New England Talks. It'll be on there as well. Cool. Live. And then uh, they can find it on uh, most podcast outlets. Wow. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google. Uh, Spotify, <laughs> Amazon Music. Really? Yep. Wow. Audible. If you have any of those apps, you can find the Affection Connection. Unbelievable. I'm just looking through... Uh, Lynette's website? Amanda, Amanda's website. Yeah. I knew you would. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, anyway. But I also want to mention that uh, coming the first of the year in January, I'll be doing my uh, paranormal CSI online and also in person. Uh, so stay tuned for details on that. Online and in person at the same time? Well, there'll be two current courses. If you can't do it on um, in person, then you can do it online. So they'll be running concurrently. That's a big word for me, I know. But... Oh, holy cow. What? <laughs> you know her? No, Amanda. Uh, the membership program. Oh. Her monthly continuing education. Why join? It goes on. Become a member. Uh, <laughs> what do you think the monthly plan is worth per month? I don't know. Is, is it more than our Patreon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Her monthly program is $73 a month. Really? Yes. What do you get for the seventy-three dollars? Uh, a trip to Ghostland? Okay. Hang on. Uh, why join? Develop and understand your intuition from anywhere in the world with the support of a group called a uh, group call and fun guided exercises. The membership program for those who want to focus and guided path to their spiritual routine, intuitive business development, all while continuing to grow intuitively with thought-provoking content in a balanced and holistic way. Live a more intentional, intuitive life. Have more fun developing your spiritual self using gifts with clients or for those you love and apply these skills to your everyday life to make more soul-aligned decisions, saving you time and money. There you go. I don't for know about mere, saving you money. <laughs> for a mere $73 a month. Yeah. Once, speak, speak, once again, we're in the wrong business. Speaking about our programs, you can uh, join our Ghost Chronicles radio Patreon program for $3 a month, <laughs> which is a savings of $68 <laughs> off Amanda's program. Yeah. And we will give you all that spiritual stuff and uh, 
uh, laugh and everything else. So yeah, there's about 30 uh, videos on there that are exclusive only to our Patreon members. And we, we have a growing list of Patreon members. We want to thank uh, the latest one is uh, Colin uh, Billen uh, from the UK and uh, Stephen Scott and Ann Ryan uh, as well. Stephen Scott from Scotland. And uh, yeah, the rest of well, Sue Brown, I might as well push him out there. Uh, Jason Doobie, uh And more exclusive content. Anna LaRoche. Yeah. Uh, yeah that just keeps going. We want to thank all of you guys. And yeah, thank you. Yeah. Welcome right. to the Dead Air Society. And don't forget, check, tune in uh, Wednesday, 1130 for Affection Connection. Good night. God bless. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.